Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Achtung Millwall supports the Lions Food Hub and all of our advertising revenues will be donated to support this fantastic initiative. It's now based at the Lions Centre on Bolina Road and it's run by our own Kelly Webster. This is a friendly food bank supporting families in the Bermondsey and SE16 area. If you can help support Lions Food Hub in any way, please visit at Lions Food Hub on Twitter or get in touch with us at Achtung Millwall. The Lions Food Hub. Come on, you lions. You're listening to Achtung Millwall, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Except no substitute. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to a, I don't know if it's going to be a cathartic, a therapeutic, or a kind of a, a, a bit of psychotherapy edition of Achtung Millwall. We're doing a post European Championship final um, edition. Joining me in this on the on the psychiatrist couch is Mr. Michael Avery. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thank you for having me, Nick. It's coming home. We just didn't say when. <laughs> and, and 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 remarkably lucid after a night of um, I, I don't know indulgence. H um, is Mr. Harry Warren. How, how are you doing, mate? Uh, the, the head is. The head hurts, the heart aches. <laughs> Welcome to Supporting England, Tamil I, I consoled my nephew. We were watching it with the family last night, and he's 13, so he's unused to... Um, I think he's with a generation that starts to think that England belong in semi-finals and finals of major competitions. <laughs> and I, I tried desperately to tell him this is like a really big event, but it, when you're 13, you don't absorb it. Um, okay. And, of course, you know, he was expecting us to win it, and the poor little thing um, couldn't quite... Didn't know how to handle the the sight of a penalty shootout disaster, and I, my my story of 1972, Harry, when Millwall didn't get promoted after thinking we had been promoted, didn't really help him. I, I can't believe that that wasn't helpful to him. But um, I said, you know, it gave me a lifetime of getting used to <laughs> misery. <isn't normal. laughs> you said so. Who does he support, Nick? Anyway? Yeah. Oh, he follows Liverpool, but um, I, 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 I I kind of badger him with Millwall talk. So you know, I, I'm trying to wear him down. We'll see how it goes, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's not good for a child to get used to success because they start to think that it's normal and, and you know, it's a rare event in, in your life. I'm just looking at the front pages, chaps. Daily Mirror, heartbreak, brave England lose on penalties, but they've done the nation proud, it says. Image of, uh, of uh, Bukayo Saka on the front page. Metro magazine, uh, paper, everyone's probably seen that on the way into work today. Lions did us proud. Gareth Southgate hugging Saka there, and the Guardian 
says so close after capturing the nation's imagination. Um, I mean, everyone will have seen the game last night. I think it's one of the few national occasions that we've we've had in recent times, and I think for that reason, it goes into what you've just um, you know just said there, Harry, about the heart, the head hurting, and the heart aching, or um, that that kind of idea. Um, I was never convinced over the whole game that we would we didn't win it in ninety minutes, boys. I didn't think we were going to win it at all. How did you see the game last night, Michael? How was it for you, mate? Um, I I thought we started well. Obviously, it goes without yeah, saying. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the goal was superbly taken. I think uh, Trippier is a player who I would have put in. Um, so I think he made the you right decision him, there. You, yeah, you, yeah. I, I'm, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 a fan of Trippier, um, and I also think as well um, for those who do listen or follow La Liga. For for an Englishman or or, or any, anyone really to go out to. Um, a club like Atletico Madrid, who are a big team in Spain, but they're not one of the traditional two, um, and being ever present or pretty much ever present in a time in a side that reclaims the title so well, you, you've got to always considering for the starting eleven. I thought he had a good game. Um, I'm sure, obviously took the goal superbly well. Yeah. And yeah. but I, but I do think after a while, um, you know, the Italians did show their experience. They showed their they sort of showed their class, if you will, and. and I thought I thought we defended superbly. I thought we really defended well. I know Maguire's got some stick um, prior to the tournament, and he he started injured. But I really, really thought we defended well, and was quietly confident we do well. But then, but then, that door, the knocking on the door, was getting louder and louder and louder, and it was only really just a matter of time. Um, the save from Pickford from the corner and the melee yeah. was absolutely outstanding. Harry, you said um, before recording that. It really should have. It could have been mentioned up there with Banks if if they didn't score the rebound. And yeah, it just it, when it got to penalties, it just yeah we we sort of knew it was going to happen, didn't we? Um, I'm not a massive fan of the sort of stuttered run up, and I think that sort of when you're in that situation, just hit it, just smash it, do a Harry Maguire, and put it in the top corner. But look, those lads out there, they're young, they're inexper- inexperienced to a degree, especially at this level with this amount of finals. pressure. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, we've made finals. They have done absolutely superbly, every single one of them. And even the players who didn't play, I think it was, was it Cody who was mentioned, um, hmm. who was mentioned on social media that he's arguably been the player of the tournament for the support he's provided off the pitch because he's been absolutely superb. Every player can hold their head up high. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. But sorry, sorry to keep rabbiting on, but um, I'll just finish with, it shows the difference because I heard on the radio on the way home earlier on today they said it's the muscle memory it, Italians as Italians Germans Brazilians they're used to playing in these finals they're used to the pressure and yeah when it got to penalties it, it did look like it was going to be them I mean Harry it's the big time um, the pressure is immense that's that's the nature of the beast if you're going to play in the, at the top table you've got to get used to this um, I mean I was struck by a quote by Gareth Southgate after the game um, he says it's down to me nobody's on their own it was my call, and it was totally down to me, which is which is laudable. You I mean, you, were, a... you were quite vocal about criticising in Southgate. I mean, do you, do you want to um, you know expand on that? Um, um, I, I think he's I think he's had a good tournament until this game. I, yeah. I think he's 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 made two mistakes. He made a mistake against Scotland um, in the way that not under. I, I think managers fail to understand crowds, and I think. Uh, Millwall are a weird case in point because I, I think 
uh, to link it to Millwall, and maybe even I, I don't like mentioning West Ham, but uh, you know, you, you you link it to working class support. Maybe you know, um, yeah. even Leeds when they get back into Ellen Road, you know that noise. Yeah, that does to lift players. That's why those teams are cup teams or knockout teams because you get an atmosphere and you get the crowd on board. You have to start well. You know how many teams come down the den and try and sit in and kill the game off for twenty minutes and get it's up normal on their tactics. Back and turn yeah. It but in international football, you don't really get that. But he had that to play with against Scotland. It's a derby. Fucking use the crowd, you know, mm. against Italy last night. What was it? Outnumbered, the Italians were not outnumbered, saying like 37 to 1, like say, like Waterloo or something. I don't know, but <laughs> wrong wrong country, but you get the wrong, point. Wrong battle. But anyway, we know what you <laughs> mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's French again. Well, well, uh, well, yeah, what's uh, historical inaccuracy? Uh, yeah, yeah, move on, but, Harry. Move that, on. That, I'm trying to make a point, but that, that, that's the point. But the, the fact is that he gets the penalties, regardless of the game. I think Michael's covered it quite well. I think tactically Mason Mount was found out that he's not a right-sided winger. He changes from a back five to a back four, um, takes Trippier off, which is ridiculous because Trippier was... Carl Walker don't put crosses in. So that 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 took that weapon away, which seemed to be working in the first half. Not that we had the ball. Um, Rice looked tired, um, which, you know, I don't I don't disagree with. Henderson was never fit, so I don't understand why he was taken. He looked so far off it when he came on and was subbed. Mm. Um you know, in, in key games, these substitutions matter. Your choices matter. And I think I think Bellingham, Bellingham's a very, very good football player. Um, I do watch a little bit of La Liga. I am massively surprised that in a game that was opening up more and more, I know we were defensive, but you need pace. Sterling's been fantastic this tournament. I'm not his biggest fan. He's done things in key moments. Yes, he does offer very little at times. Uh, he popped up and scored the goals, so you can't you can't take anything away from him. But last night he looked he looked done, um, and he didn't have uh, you know big managers make big decisions. You know they take off players and they they change games. Ferguson wins a wins a Champions League final in the last ten minutes with two substitutions. You know plays makes a tactical genius role to move someone. In, I can't remember he moved into midfield uh, and played there, but they, they done stuff. When you go to a penalty shootout. And Stuart Pearce, a man who knows everything about winning and losing penalty shootouts in his book that came out before the tournament, discussed about penalties. And there's now, you know, with all the analysis that you do in football now, they've got a record of where every single penalty, every penalty taker would have been take, like taking their penalties and putting their penalties. And when they played against the Germans in 1990 and 1996, they had penalty takers that had taken penalties for their clubs yeah. and, and, yeah. and been regular penalty takers. The first person to take a penalty in the 1996 England versus Germany penalty shootout that did not take a penalty regularly was Gareth Southgate. Gareth Southgate missed. Last <laughs> night, the people that don't take penalties regularly for their club are Bakayi Saka's first ever penalty in professional football, basically, and he misses the pressure penalty. And I think if he scores that, I think we win. I, I, am, I, I do think the momentum would have shifted because you've saved and scored and then the pressure's right back on the next Italian taker, whoever that may have been. The momentum was with England in the first half when we got at them, the, the early goal. I think they were rattled. We had we had all of the, um, most of it sitting on the bench, but we had all of the armoury to really unsettle an Italian side that was immensely experienced. I mean, I, I think also just before we go on, you've got to take your hat off to Roberto Mancini and that Italian squad for achieving what they've achieved because they didn't qualify for the 2018 World Cup and they look like old hands that have been there and done it and it precisely the outcome that they would have they they, they they get over the line they, they'll do anything to win and even including 
tugs on shirts and and stud cha uh, challenges. It's that career ending, career ending. It can be nasty, um, but that's Italian football, and they win stuff. Um, and I think when you compare, um, you know, I, I don't like. I think Gareth Southgate's a decent bloke. I think he has a bit of a Palace drip element about him, but he's a very decent man and nice bloke, and he's formed a very nice, um, secure little. Um, bubble for the England team um I think he does protect his players and all that kind of stuff and so he's a very nice bloke and everyone is like the national kind of uncle that you'd all want in you know um, there's people on on Twitter making fan fiction erotic fan fiction about him as a kind of like a dream husband you know yeah, yeah I mean you get you get you're getting all sorts of, I mean he's, he's like this national kind of figure of reassuring niceness you know isn't that England in a nutshell though failure rewarding failure it's failure but compare him Harry I mean you know it is because what's he won he's won nothing and you then you look at Roberto Man <laughs> they failed he's failed and then you look at Roberto Mancini you know um and you can, you can take the piss out of the Italian style. There's one bloke looks like the caretaker out of police, sir, on the bench. But they win stuff. They win shit. They, uh, they've got, I don't know how many World Cups. Is it four World Cups, Michael? They've won? Four. Yeah. Four? four. And they're two European Championships, and they've come, you know, runners up, which they don't, they won't be interested in. We, we are going to be saying, oh, well, we were runners up. You know, it, it's, it, I think it's that muscle memory thing, that point that you made, Michael, because it is important. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> Some some teams wins the Germans are the same. You know, you can sing all the songs you like about the ten German bombers, but they still go and win tournaments. They they have four World Cups to their name too. There's a reason, and I think I mean, we that's saw, like, that, that's we saw that reason last night, Harry. <laughs> well, they're, they're, technically, they've only been Germany since 1990. So I mean, yeah, but, a, I mean, West Germany, Germany. You know, I mean, the, the, the point remains the same. They win stuff, and and there's a mentality that comes with that. There is a um, an intolerance for coming second, and I'm, 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 I saw on on Twitter today, and I've got no no particular um, gripe against Gareth Southgate, other than he played for Crystal Palace for a lengthy period. Um, but they're talking about giving him a knighthood. I mean, what 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 tosh is this, listeners? I, I don't, I don't. The thing is with it is it's a very English psyche. I mean, regardless of the game, I suppose we will. I suppose we'll come on to it. But the the whole string them outside and and so on, all that very English clutching of pearls in certain sections of Twitter and the media today is this is all it all comes together you know like oh we've got a it's a bit it's almost like an English we're like making the perfect Hollywood blockbuster it wins no Oscars it wins because it's no there's no creative intent there it's just copying what someone's done before you know um it, you know, it's just that, oh, it's, it's a cheap thing. It's, it, we only repeat the same thing. You know, it's the same love story told in a million different ways because we, we do the same things all the time. Well, we do. And I expect, mean... a, expect a different result. The, 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 the clutching of pearls of, of course, they're going to go on the lash all day. It's an eight o'clock kickoff. Of course, you know, the manager's not very good because as a country for years, we've not been very good. You know, you know, it's, well, we it's, tolerate, we tolerate second best, but I mean, I mean, Michael, I mean, the, that for me, I don't know how that you boys feel about this, but or what the listeners feel about this, but the moment the game was won for Italy was in the 90-something minute when Chiellini um, tugged on Saka's shirt and pulled him back. That won it. That was the moment because there was a break. The boy was going to kill him for pace, probably score, and the game was gone. And so he did what was required, what was necessary. You might not like it. It's the darkest of dark arts. It's Dennis Wise maxed out 10 times over. The best 
practitioner I've ever seen of the dark arts. He did what he was required to do. That was the moment the game was lost. We 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 don't approach it in the same way. And maybe we no. But if, even if we did, even if we did, because we're English, we'd our media would attack that player, even though we've done the right thing to do. It's a very weird sort of. We must be seeing. Oh, you know, it's um, it's almost like the sort of 18th century when they used to agree to have a duel to the death over some form of slight insult. I will, I will take your grass before breakfast and all this, all this bollocks, right? And, and it seems to still be ingrained. I don't know whether it's it's an FA thing or you know, you, you look at it. And the thing that fucks me off with it is that the FA will will turn this into some kind of um. A, a, a sort of a hold this up as some kind of flag bearing for the work that they're doing as if that what they're doing in grassroots football and leading up and the women's game and all that all this is working but it's not you know the the, the, the fact is that this country is massively underfunded in terms of pitches massively underfunded in terms of referees facilities you know all, all this kind of stuff and you get to a final and it papers over the cracks and it, it's basically like putting a wall up that's fucked and you keep filling it with poddy fill, right? And eventually that wall, if any pressure goes on it, it's going to collapse. And we get to a point in every tournament where we have pressure put on us and okay, come later in this tournament, they had pressure against Denmark, but they got over the line. Well done. We got a penalty and we scored the penalty just, um, and we got over the line and we had sweet Carolina thing, but it was almost like I got a very, almost, I don't know, maybe you, maybe this is with the benefit of hindsight, but it did feel very Millwall at uh, uh, Old Trafford, you know, the Sunderland one, the wing. Hanging you on for grim death, fi- that Well, you knew that was our final. Do you, do you know what I mean? It was a very... I mean, they were there to be beaten last night, Italy. I don't think they were a million miles They should have been us. beaten. Um, I mean, I mean, Michael, there was a, a great quote, Merv Payne. I've picked up Merv's quote. Um, he says um, Southgate was given an Aston Martin for the Euros in terms of attacking quality. But with the exception of the quarters, he refused to take it out. his Aston Martin out of second gear. Eventually, he's come up against Mancini driving his Ferrari. He was happy to put his foot down. I think that's the difference because we, 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 England, for some reason, has never dealt with talent particularly well. I mean, I'm thinking of Jack Grealish and maybe some of the boys, uh, the Sancho and was it Bellingham you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. on, Harry, all sat on the bench. There's, there's an array of attacking talent there, not used. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. But... And and I get that because because games, especially in the group stages, like like the Scotland games and and um, and certainly the Croatia game as well, you, you're crying out for players of that of of that stature up front. You know, you know, you, you've got Jaden Sancho, who, as far as alleged reports are going, he's going to go to Manchester Manchester United for what, big, 78, big money. Million, yeah, seventy-eight yeah. million pounds. He's like the only attack. Isn't it? Isn't there a stat like he was the only attacker in the Bundesliga to have double double figure goals yeah. and double figure assists? Did he you play? Know, Be- Is it Ukraine Bell- he played it? He, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- Bellingham, Bellingham barely got a sniff, and 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 Grealish is obviously the argument with Grealish, which I think he unfortunately showed how good he was as an impact sub, so he hindered himself straight away. I do get Merv's point entirely, absolutely entirely get that, and I think last night showed that because we was up. Like, let's be brutally honest. Like, how you say, you say they were there for the, the taking the Italians. But they were like an absolute juggernaut in the second half. They just did not stop. They turned it. They turned it on. They turned it on. we never but, react. But the if they made was, a tactical change and you don't react to it. You know, it's the it's the definition of insanity. If you don't, if you do the same thing over and over again, you'll get the same result over and over again. You needed to. He, he's just. 
you know, he's a bit technically but, but naive. My, but, my argument, but my argument in the defence of Gareth Southgate is if you are under that amount of pressure, and I mean, I, I watched I, I watched the highlights again this morning, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for punishment, but if you're <laughs> under that much attacking bombardment for like 20, 30 minute periods, you're not going to think, oh, here's what I'll do. I'll take off. I'll take off Harry Maguire and chuck on Bellingham. I'll, no. I'll take off. I'll take off Walker and and chuck on someone. You might, have brought, some, you might have brought some. You might have brought like a Grealish in that can keep the ball further up the pitch yeah, yeah, and yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. buy yourself so, 15, 20 seconds like of respite. And, and, yeah, and I don't and I don't necessarily agree with the Henderson sub- substitution. And I was and I do think as much as the um, as much as the penalty takers was probably the wrong decision. I mean Southgate coming out and saying that he chose. To penalty takers himself the substitutions were wrong I think by by the 90th minute hadn't Italy made something like five subs and we'd made, made two all, yeah they, they, their yeah. use of substitutions was a lot better um, I also yeah. think that uh, I think Mancini knew his side better he'd used every single player I think on his bench in the in the competition we hadn't done that um, I, I think the Italians were so confident weren't they already through by their third game so been, he basically changed the entire 11 for the third mm, game something like that there was yeah, some yeah. so, about, so yeah. the story was being written you know while we were you know struggling against Scotland and then having to beat the Czechs to go through to avoid other clubs which shows where probably where our mental psyche at, at is as a nation um, we need to avoid the big boys well technically we probably are one of the big boys we just have a history of underperforming we are the Spurs of international football um <laughs> But but you know it, it's it's um we've got too much talent to be the Millwall of international. Yeah, yeah we are. We do, but we have, the Millwall. We're, we're now the Millwall of um of Twitter, aren't we? We're now very much hated. Well, again, we'll come. We'll I, come I, on I, to that. Because I just want to. Just sorry. Can I just make one yeah, point about, about the game? So yeah, I agree with you, Mike. I, I think it's very difficult. But when you get to the ninetieth minute and you've got three subs left or out four subs, whatever he had left. And, and you're sitting there and, and you're 90 minutes into a game, you know you've got an extra time of 30 minutes and you know that, you know, um, you could get... The, if, you, if you turn, change what we're doing, it's 1-1 one, one now, it's a new game, it's a 30-minute game until penalties, right? You've got 30 minutes to go at it. You know our history is not very good in penalties and you know some of them boys are going to be tired out there. Mm. How did Mason Mann get 100 minutes of football doing fuck all before we bring uh, Grealish on. And I know what you're saying. And also, I think last night we missed Phil Foden. I really don't think Saka would have been on the pitch if it had been uh, a Phil Foden had been fit. I think we saw in the um, in the Denmark game that when Phil Foden come on, the amount of... I, I didn't realise, really, if I'm being honest, how quick he is um, in terms of his running. And and I think that would have made the difference. But it's, again, it's you need luck to win finals. And, you do. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Achtung, Mailball. I just want to praise, praise Gareth. So I haven't damned him. I, I want to praise him because, I mean, Michael, you've got young kids. I can tell you, you and uh, the listeners, my nephew and his mates were captivated by the, the whole tournament, really, especially building to the crescendo of last night. Um, I mean, this, this, this England team, and I'm always a bit wary of this, but and I don't know how your kids found it, Michael, but they seem to be held up as representative of the nation. It's like they're, they're like they're kind of, um, I mean, they're a football team, a very good football team, in my opinion. But there's a kind of a national need for them to be held up as something representative of something bigger. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. um, they represent a kind of um, a New England almost. You know, um, had your kids at school. I mean, would, would you say the same? The tournaments had them in, in its grip over the over okay. the three four weeks, Michael. Yeah, yeah. My 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 eldest, bless his heart, he was he was distraught last night. Absolutely distraught. My 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 middle child isn't um a football fan yeah um i'll be brutally honest i've tried i've tried everything <laughs> super glued his eyes open super glued him to first uh, his seat in block three he too much Millwall. you've given him too many Millwall games <laughs> but he's but he, he he's been sat in front of the tv you know like my, my nephews um loves it my niece they're, they're into it as well all, all my family owners the young kids the schools you can see the schools there's videos everywhere yeah um yeah. i think i think the, i think the thing is is that it, it's very very it's not difficult is the wrong word, but I think you need to sort of compare the national sides to, to, to countries that, with all due respect, aren't as sort of well off as, as we are um, in the UK in the sense that some countries, they see their national sides as like ways out of poverty and one mm. ways to better lives. So they are idolised. I don't think, obviously, to our degree, because of our way of life here, it's like seen as an escape. But let, let's be brutally honest. Harry, we had a discussion yesterday. You were saying that Millwall means more more you than the England team even though you think highly of the England team I genuinely genuinely think it's on par um, as much as I love Millwall because I've never felt this way before about a national tournament Um, Nick I I could be wrong here Mm. but as much as you do reminisce about the the previous seasons of Millwall and the 70s and the the year that nearly was when we should have got promoted and then we've got Millwall got promoted in the 80s but you speak in the group chat sort of more reminiscent and fondly, it seems, about that, that 66 Cup final win, even though you was only young. I, 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 mean, I don't remember it. I, I don't remember yeah. it, you know. But, um, but there's just there's there's just something about international football that just catches people more than the, the club level. I think, it, could it could it be that, you know, these are, like, to a point, even if, even if we personally don't think they are, these are the elite countrymen who have been hand-picked to represent you in major tournaments. I mean, there's this idea that if kids see themselves 
in on telly, in films, on in sports teams, or whatever it might be, that somehow that's that inspires them to progress. And it, it, there must be something in that way, I, I'm imagining. But then the England team, for me, has been, you know, since Viv Anderson first appeared in the 70s, first black player to play for England. I mean, the England team has got not been... It's not been um, monolithically, you know, English white or whatever the whatever choice of words you want on that. We've been mixed for some time, but for some reason, this particular team, I suppose because it's young, has become seen as representative of the uh, the youth of the nation in a, in a way. I mean, I, you're a bit too old for all this kind of talk, really, I suppose, mate, aren't you? You're, you're out, outside the youth range now. Yeah, I've now gone. You go into that. If you get older, you yeah, go further you're approaching away. Middle from age. That. Yeah, you go further away from that thing. I mean, when we started doing the pod, I would have been in that. But um, maybe I'm a grizzled old bastard now. No, I am. Um, I get what you're saying. I think it's just because they've embraced sort of the YouTube generation and they, you know, the team yeah, puts yeah. up TikToks and all this kind of stuff, and they seem to have. You have more access to them than what you probably did under previous England managers like Hodgson and, and Capello. So that's whatever that cycle of years was, maybe 10 years of that. Um, you're sort of going back to an affinity with the side of Venables or maybe Bobby Robson. Yeah, but maybe got, maybe the 96 team would, would see. Yeah. I mean, from again... Um, again, they picked Hoddle after that and destroyed all the good work they've done. So, <laughs> yeah, I know people call him for... Some people don't like Southgate and want Southgate to go. I'm sort of a bit... He, he sort of blood, he's a bit beige to me. He doesn't really offend me that much anymore. I've just accepted that he's negative and, and, and that's what it is. But uh, there's some people who like to play football. I'm personally one of these people that I'd rather us lose 5-4 than lose on penalties. You know, I'd rather I'd rather have that, you know, the swing of emotions like that. You both, you get beat, you can get beat in different ways. And um, and that's how I feel about it. But I think, I think that they, if to go back to the point, they represent the country in a different world because they're, not all the players are from the best clubs, um, yeah, which is yeah. unusual again. Um, there doesn't seem to be a click. There doesn't seem to be a big sort of United click or a Liverpool click or a Chelsea click or a City click. They do seem to genuinely get on with each other. Um, I think that's that, a major difference. I, mean, I was thinking back, I'm seeing Frank Lampard on the um, on the panel last night and that 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 England team, where there was him and Gerrard and, and the kind of Liverpool and Manchester United cliques and all that kind of thing which really did hold back the potential of what should have been a side that um, did much, much better than what it actually did. I mean, you don't seem to get that in this England. I, I mean, I'm, my point being to try and praise what Southgate has put together here, because yeah. it is a fact that we were semi-finalists in the World Cup and and that's runners-up in the European Championships. And that should not be accepted, but it's equally... It's a stage, it's another staging, it's a, a, a milepost, Harry, on the motorway towards success. You yeah, know. As, long as, you, as long as you learn from it. I mean, yeah. the problem is, is the FA will reward this with a five-year deal, which isn't what you should do. It should be reviewed every after, you know, tournaments normally, pre-COVID. Uh, you know, it's not confir- he's not confirmed he's going to stay after, or he's, he's put in, a, I, think he, I think I saw on Skyler on, he, he's not overly commit, commit to after Dubai. I mean, he might do. Unless I mean, Southgate I, I, gets the deal of the century from someone out there, um, and I'd be wary of him as my club manager because he ain't won nothing. Um, hmm. I mean, unless he gets deal of the century, I, I would. He looks very much like now Don is the next Spurs boss after the next Spurs <laughs> boss has just taken a job as foul, didn't he? That's a Levy money spinner right there. Sorry to dig that Spurs fans again. Um, but no, yeah. going back to what you said, Michael, about the Millwall England thing, I feel I should answer that in a in a because I'll be getting. I mean, that depends on your point of view. I know this is a Millwall podcast, but 
that the difference is, is because we've never really had any Millwall England players. Um, and as a kid, I suppose, growing up, you go out, your memories are, your Millwall is my family. I, I know that sounds really silly, but they are my family as dysfunctional as we fucking are. You know, I went with my granddad, I go with my dad, I went with my uncle before they passed. You know, I, I, I've gone with my brother, my cousin. They're, 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 they are a shared experience that isn't shared between everyone. It's shared between a select, maybe 15 up to 50,000 when we do well family that are all the same as you mm. and, and with England I don't I do at times feel they represent me you know I, I probably feel more represented after we've been defeated in a final because I've seen our Twitters exploded into poo-pooing the achievements of the side and the split opinions and people calling each other cunts that feels very Millwall yeah <laughs> you know that's that kind of feels like what I know football to be whereas you know, I was making the point that would I feel, you know, last night I I got I didn't get overly emotional at the end. I, I don't know why, because I feel like it was a it was a death by a thousand cuts after the early goal, kind of the mill in you in the back of your head went, it's a one nil lead, we've scored too early. I've now got to wait eighty-seven minutes before I can yeah, enjoy. You kind of knew it was only ever gonna yeah, finish. Yeah. If it got it's, to penalties, I thought we're done for. We're exactly. Yeah. Whereas whereas a Millwall a Millwall championship as a 31-year-old and never remembering Millwall in the top flight, a, a Millwall playoff final defeat in the championship playoff final would finish me off. There's no doubt about it. I'd be a blubbering wreck and I, I, I really can't pretend that I'd be anything else and, you know, get the Samaritans on standby because I'd be that distraught. But it's, <laughs> um, I, I don't know whether that's because it's it's all the time, it's a constant. I, I just felt very much last night, and uh, and after this, I'm I'm desperate to get back to to normal football, and I don't know whether or not that is the role of the England team is to make you love your club more, and and then you end up loving England more. Achtung, Milbal. Let's talk about the drink and drug fuel frenzied scenes <laughs> that I've written on my list of things to talk about here, boys. I mean, I could have told you from the very start of the day. Um, that, that was going to turn into a monster, monster session yesterday. There were blokes posting how they were on it at half past nine in the morning. And you think, I, I don't know, I, the idea of that. Well, they were late starting, weren't they? Oh, <laughs> I mean, by about, I'll be dead by about eight o'clock at night by the time the kickoff comes along. Um, and as for going to the box park in Croydon or some other little hellhole or Leicester Square like that, you know, um, I'd run a mile. Um, each to their own in this life, but um, it don't look all that pretty, does it? I mean, uh, the other thing I want to say is that there was a great point made by I think her name is Jennifer, one of the one of the uh, Twitter uh, people that I follow, talking about UEFA charging um, thousands and thousands for tickets for the final, and then being a standard when people bust in and try and get in for nothing, possibly. Um, None of this is attractive, but it does feel rather Millwall, Harry, doesn't it? This is, the stringdom does, that attaches themselves to our, our club, doesn't do us a favour, but it comes as part and parcel of, of the event, sadly. I don't, know, I don't know if there's any explanation more than that, well, it's, really. It's a festival. It becomes a festival. You go to festivals, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure people older than me will remember when Glastonbury was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah just yeah. lift off up their the heads. You know, people, we, people off their heads. And also, you know, the scenes of people, people inside Wembley fighting people who are jibbing into Wembley is a very Millwall, you mentioned it off air earlier, it's a very Millwall Wigan 2013 kind of thing. I was day. reminded of that. I don't know what the FA is going to do this time. They haven't got Millwall involved, so they've got to blame well, themselves I, for I their said, lack of security. I made a tweet uh, as I saw these scenes yesterday about 
you know, I can't believe they haven't asked for Lurch and the Millwall security team to turn up because we've dealt with this all before. We've, we, maybe they should have had Millwall win last week. Maybe all of Millwall season ticket holders should have been given a should have been given a ticket. Can you imagine that? Like, that would have gone bent, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, because we, because obviously we, we're like, as you, I think you said after when we um, run on a pitch after the after the Bradford win, we, you turned yeah. around and said we're like the we're like the soft testers, you know. But, but back in Vegas when they open the hotel, they have a soft opening. Millwall are the soft opening of testing security measures. And obviously, because we haven't been there for a few seasons, they've obviously forgotten what they need to do. So it did feel very Millwall. It's very sort of like Sex Pistols crashed with Millwall and uh, and, and anarchy outside. But let's let's not get it right. Right? It, 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 I think they massively fucked up. I think there was there was the, the FA was, fucked up big time. Well, not just the FA. I mean, you do have to have a look at our fantastic London Mayor, um, mm. who decided that he was going to have a fan park in Leicester Square ticketed for like 1200 people which is fine if you're playing you know the Czech Republic in a group game but it's not fine if you're playing fucking Italy in a final final for the first time in 55 years you know there is this thing called the internet there is this thing about you know we've we've done so much stuff over the last 18 months of changing the way we do life and technology in terms of apps and tracking and, and ordering bar you know everyone's used to Oh, I'll have a beer. I'll order it to my table. And yeah. the advice has always been to be outside. You know, avoid large gatherings of people, apart from when I'm unpolite I'm going to shepherd you all into this square that's unpolite. You can you can tell Harry uses weather spoons a lot, listeners, can't you? I don't use spoons. I, I, <laughs> use other, I prefer to use a vintage gin or an ember in. I'd rather pay more money to avoid the strings. But you know what I you know what I, I mean. We've all been there, but it is the fact of the matter is, is that the, the the thing that the thing that does me in the most is that literally Hyde Park, Green Park, big screen tables of how many people you want on a table because those are the rules outside. You can have tables of thirty. You know these are these are all there, the government's own rules, and you you gave these people nowhere to go and congregate other than the place where everyone with tickets was going to go and congregate. And you see, it was the be- first event. I mean, you said it earlier on, Harry. I mean, my first thing where people have had the chance to get out, have a drink. Um, potentially enjoy, hopefully, a good time or, or, or collectively suffer misery <laughs> together um, since, what was it? When did it always begin? March 2020, wasn't it? The, the, yeah, the lockdown February, began. March. You know, I, I think you, you and I could have sat down and advised the, the authorities that it might kick off um, certain hotspots like Leicester Square, like on the Jubilee Line. Baker Wembley, Street. Wembley uh, was it? No, it's Olympic Way, not Wembley Way. Baker Street. You know, you could have picked them out, couldn't you? I mean, it doesn't take... It's um, a tube map. A genius. A tube map. <laughs> with nearest pubs. You know, <laughs> Green Park, the Green Man, you know. <laughs> I mean, don't look attractive. I mean, you know, there's, there's a, a post here, a bloke called Steve Hannigan. He's not Millwall, he's, he's a tram there, I think. But he says, um, F to FA, a disgraceful lack of organisation at Wembley last night. I saw hundreds of ticketless fans gain entry through the disabled gate. Thousands of genuine fans with tickets were crammed in the area in front of the turnstile for 90 plus minutes. Um, I mean, it would fuck you off big time to be to have paid big and then you can't get in because other people have busted in front of you, wouldn't it? Yeah, it, it would have done. But, uh, you know, these people are professional. You know, a lot of the people last night who were there, there seems to be, it. you know, I saw people had been to Wimbledon for the day, you know, yeah. your celebs, and then they trot over to Wembley. If you're pissed off, overly pissed off, and you're saying it's disgraceful scenes, maybe Wimbledon, you know, the champagne and the... Uh, the strawberries and the clotted cream. Maybe that's where you belong. Let us do the, you know, let the people who go and have a pie and a pint turn up at Wembley. Yes, it's not a great look, but come on, stop clutching your pearls. You know, they, they, 
the, the jibbing in, right? We've we've all seen people jibbing to football, and I don't go up to that person who's jibbed in and punch them. And they, you know, I don't. I wouldn't do. No, I mean, it's fuck all to do with me. <laughs> security, the security functions of Wembley are for the security, the, the shocking support. I mean, I've got look after me heart, listeners. Well, I can't get involved in all that, you know. Maybe before the operation, Nick. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Let's let's be honest, right? Wembley has always been a bit shit at security. Wembley is always awful. a bit of a place. Awful, I mean, I mean, fucking what? The White Horse final hundred years ago. Fucking, <laughs> I mean, it's been shit since then and they've knocked it down and rebuilt it again. It's not a great stadium. It, it, it leads, there is fuck all around it, by the way, as well. Like in terms of, there's no staging posts. It's at the end. It just is a very, very difficult place to go. And it's a very poor, I don't like it. I, I never enjoy any of our trips up there with, with the Lions. Um, if you said to me, we'd never have to go there again. We'd play somewhere else. I'd be quite happy with that to be, to be absolutely honest. I know that's. Um, yeah. I, th- I think the thing is, I think the things as well, chat with, with, with the tickets, it's like we, like we, we, we said it before, before recording again, um, we know we know how much football's changed over the years. You know how it's changed, who it's for, and all this, and how it used to be for the working man. But as I said, as I said, there, there's a chap I worked with, and he he told me a story of during the group stage, someone was offering like 800, 800 pounds for the cheapest ticket to a major final. Yes, it's a major final. Eight hundred pounds is the madness, cheapest ticket, madness. and then and then and you know we we said it as well. But how many of these, like you, you know, you, you've you've got like this, this new rule, I'm, I'm not sure, and I'm not going to get into the politics of vaccine passports and apps and all this stuff with, with mm. people because people want to get the vaccine they can't, they, they don't have to if they don't want to. But my my goodness, there's a lot of people who have probably rushed to the front of the queue for their double vaccine celeb wise, aren't there? Who managed to get in because where, Tom where, where Cruise was, was there last night. Tom Cruise. I mean, Tom Tom Cruise was where where, where was he? Was he at Albania away a few years ago? Was he at Bulgaria away when the, when they all got racially abused by the black shirts? Was it was he there? He used to be on the halfway line. I don't think you boys realise he was a big face on the halfway line. Was he the bloke who used to dress well, up as a thing. lion? <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's that's the thing. I, I I remember seeing Tom Cruise at Colchester away in the Johnston Paints a few years ago, but I haven't seen him at, um, at any England games for a while. Achtung. Um, football ended in heartbreak, dear listeners, but we do have at least a consolation that the Lions won their first trip up in, um, was it Motherwell? We beat Motherwell 2-0 wearing our training kit because we haven't got our proper kit. <laughs> so Millwall's coming back, dear listeners. So, you know, a few more weeks. The professional, the professionally run Millwall security <laughs> team, club shop, <laughs> transfer scouts, they're all sitting there now. <laughs> Thinking, oh, we've got away with one, lads. We're, don't worry about it. Everyone, no one will notice that we haven't got a kit. We're playing our training kit. Everyone's we'll be, busy watching England. We'll all be back to normal very, very, very soon. This madness will, do, will, do will know, be ended. Just, quick, just quickly, what's just literally just occurred to me? Why didn't we wear last season's kit? Don't know. If our shirts don't this know. season ain't ready, why ain't we wearing last year's one? Because that would be too No one picked him up. Old spare kit. We must have. We must have stacks of stuff we could put. Anyway, I, I don't know. It's a good point. Who knows? Why don't we just put the shirts on that we wore last season? <laughs> I mean, that seems so. By by God, it's so simple. It's like the line in Blackadder, and it when it's a, Blackadder goes forth when they're talking about is it the same plan to have thousands of men aimlessly slaughtered for a hundred yards of ground? 
no, no, it's not like the last time. It's a completely different plan. It's the same. That's why it's brilliant. <laughs> you know, it's Gary, like Gary, Gary Rowett is sitting on the bench with pants on his head and pencils up his nose. <laughs> Going wibble. There's an image. Thank you very much, chaps. I hope this has been cathartic for you both to unburden yourselves after last night's heartbreak. Back to normality in three weeks' time, Harry. It will be. It'll be really good. The next tournament, ladies and gentlemen, if you have forgotten, will be hosted around Christmas. So not only can England (laughs) fuck up your summers, they now can fuck up your Christmases as well. There we are. Big thank you to Michael Avery. Thanks for joining us, Michael, from work. No problem, no problem. Big thank you to Harry, ahead of work. Yes, ahead of work, this is going to be hard, isn't it? And I shall try and get this edited later on this afternoon. We'll see. Thank you for listening, dear listeners. This is an emergency edition of Acton Millwall. We appreciate your custom. Arriva Dirty Millwall. Do I still say that? It's an Italian phrase. Maybe not. Oh, maybe drop that. Maybe say bye for now. Bye for now. Au revoir. Thank you for listening to Acton Millwall. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. Till next time. Who do you want to watch? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.